online at 960thebull.com. Your home for CBS Sports Radio, WRNS Kinston, Sports Talk 960, The Bull. CBS Sports Radio. Welcome to Hour 2 of the Brian Hanks Show, presented by Lenore Community College. I am Brian Hanks. If you missed our first hour, you missed a hell of an hour. We had uh, Mark Panicelli on from 252 ESPN in the drive with Mark Panicelli. We had Richard Clark on from the Carteret County News Times and CarolinaCoastOnline.com. And the big topic of conversation in the sports world was the NBA trade deadline that happened yesterday. And, uh, man, just uh, some crazy things happened, uh, and uh, neither one of our local teams got traded, but just uh, just a great time. If you missed the first hour, go to uh, brianhanks.com. You can listen to the first hour there. Go to our SoundCloud feed, or, heck, even listen again when we uh, replay the show at 3 o'clock here on 960 The Bull and 252 ESPN. But we're going to change lanes here and uh, very honored uh, to have right here with us live in my plush, well-lit studio. It's pretty plush, right? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I don't know about well-lit, but uh, it's. All, I saw you checking out my bobbleheads. I've got a, a pretty nice collection of bobbleheads, dude. It's the Kelly Chapika for me. Ah, there you go, dude. Uh, one of the original. How old are you, if you don't mind me asking? So I'm 43. Okay. But, so uh, I used to live in Charlotte, and we actually had season, season tickets to the Hornet games back when they were like $8 a piece. Yeah. And Kelly Chapika, I remember him and Kurt Rambis and that crowd, Muggsy Bogues. So. Oh, Dale Curry. Oh, oh man. man. Now you're going to take me down memory lane. Uh, uh, Rex Chapman. Rex Chapman, number three. He was amazing. You know what I always said about Ray? You know, I should have introduced you. I've not. Oh. It's the new chief of police here in Kinston, uh, Keith Goyette who is uh, joining us here uh, this morning, and uh, very honored that uh, I know times are crazy. You just got the job, what, a week ago? I mean, the Took the interim term uh, yes. title off. You've been the yeah. police chief for a while now, but uh, the permanent police chief. But uh, I would always, you know, we got to get some sports in oh, here, yeah. too, oh, Keith, yeah. or oh, chief. Yeah. Call me Keith. That's fine. No, no, you're the chief. <laughs> yeah, you, you are chief, sir. I, you give respect where respect yeah. is due, and uh, you are the chief. But uh, what always worked, and I, I lived in Charlotte during those times. I mean, oh, when man. I got out of, uh, when I, uh, I was in the Army. When I got out of the Army, I lived in, uh, uh, in Charlotte from 91 to, uh, like, 98. Okay. So I lived there during the glory days, okay? I, I lived. I, I lived there from '88 to '91, <laughs> so our time yep. was uh, almost overlapped there. But I went to Central Piedmont Community College. Okay, I, I'm a CPCC grad in UNC Charlotte. So 49ers. that is, yeah, yeah. big time 49ers. Uh, but what always worried me the most about watching Rex Chapman, and I don't get it twisted. I loved his game. That dude could jump. I mean, he was a he was a jumping jack. But the worst thing that I you could ever see Rex Chapman back me up on this <laughs> was for him to hit his first two shots of a game. Oh, you know man. why, right? Because he kept pulling. <laughs> he would in, he would go two for two. The Hornets would be up eight to four or something like that, and then he would invariably end the game four for seventeen, five for nineteen, something like that, because yeah. he he thought he was going to hit the rest of the game. He was so talented. He's got a great. There was a great documentary on him. I don't know if it was ESPN or something, but uh, he's. He was amazing. I need to watch that. I really do because yeah. I was a big time fan. Like you said, number three, and he just he's he's you talk about someone who's had a tough life though, and self inflicted. Oh yeah, absolutely. a lot of it self inflicted. But he's he's come out on top. You know, he follows me on Twitter. You know, I've heard that. I've been listening to this show for a couple of years. And I've heard you. you say that. I was like, oh, okay, you made me go up there and follow him. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, it, it, it is awesome. Uh, well, I tell you what. Here we I've got we're going to go until uh, probably about 35 minutes after the hour if that's all right with Absolutely. you. Absolutely. And uh the first thing I want to do I, we're going to definitely circle back to it too but I got to tell you I've said it if you've listened to the show you've heard me say this before and I mean it sincerely chief. Yeah. 
is that uh, I got to tell you, I've been here 20 years. I got here in 2002, and I've known uh, pretty much every, every police chief that's come through here. You are on. Greg Smith was very popular when he was the chief of the Kansas Department of Public Safety of both the fire mm-hmm. department and the police department, and he was. I mean, he was a common name around town. Can't really say that about some of the past yeah. police chiefs, and I'm not denigrating them at all, but you, they didn't just have that, you know, where everybody knew. I have never seen outside of Greg Smith, have I seen somebody with the, the groundswell of support with the popularity that you have. And it's not just a, a, a white thing or yeah. a black thing or a poor thing or a rich thing or a government thing. You've got to be very proud. And I want to ask you how you've built that groundswell of support, Chief. Well, to be honest with you, it's just relationships. It doesn't matter what profession you're in. Even you, what you do, you you got so many relationships with what you do for a living. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just being real with people, you know, regardless of, you know, where they're from, what they look like. You've got to ha- build those relationships. And that's, you know, I've been in the community. I moved there in 91. I, have, I haven't left. Okay. <clears throat> I've been with the PD for 22 years. Uh, I've lived in the city for 21 uh, you know, Kinston High School, you, I'm a staple there, a uh, big supporter of, of the Vikings. And, of course, my daughters go to North and North, so I'm going to get in trouble for that. So um, so just tr- treating people with respect and uh, being fair all the time and just, just being real, it goes a long way. What did it mean to you last week? And, again, that voice you listened to is uh, Chief Keith Goyette of the Kinston Police Department. What did it mean to you last week? And I, I'm going to talk about the groundswell support before that, but when you get the – when you find out – They've, they've stripped the interim title mm-hmm. off. You take the oath of office to be uh, the chief of police. Uh, what's going through in your mind? When, first, when you get the news that you're going to be sure. the chief, but then uh, when you're standing up there and uh, taking the oath of office. So when, when I met with the city manager and she offered me the job permanently, it was a sense of relief. Okay. Uh, I was like, okay, take that tag off. Now we, now we can really uh, – move forward as an organization. We just, we haven't had a permanent chief uh, since Dill Day uh, retired. That's been a couple of years ago. Yeah. So not only are we, am I in limbo, but the officers, the staff members, everybody's in limbo. So we're kind of just waiting to see, you know, which way the ship goes. So um, that right there, just the relief and then talking with my, with my personnel, with my friends and Hey, this is what we're going to do moving forward. And then the next day when I had to, uh, was introduced by the city council and the city manager. It was it it was a complete honor. It was exciting, but this week is when it's really started setting in. It's like wow, well, the it's, rubber hit the road. Yeah, this week, absolutely. It? Yeah. It's been the busiest week of my life. I'm like, wow. what's the difference between this week and last week? But it's just, <laughs> it's it's a uh, it's intense. I got to tell you, one of the things, and and this is the former journalist in me mm-hmm. coming out, uh, being the editor at the Free Press and even the sports editor before that, but specifically being over on the news side. I'm I'm a big uh, open, open government. I'm a big, uh, sunshine guy that, you know what I mean by that, by the I, sunshine laws sure. and that kind of stuff. And if there's one, and, and again, hear me clearly. And I don't want anybody, I know people are going to hear this go, Oh, Hanks is, you know, taking <laughs> shots at pass. I promise I'm not, yeah. but what you have done since you became the interim chief and I know is, and it has continued on in this week since you've been the, uh, chief of police is the way you have just been so transparent. Sure. I mean, and I love it. I love that. You know, it's good to see what you guys are doing. Let me tell you something. They're doing it over on the county side too. You know, on the oh, now absolutely. the PIO on the county mm-hmm. side, and I think, and I think probably Sheriff Rogers would have done it anyway, whether you'd have done it or not. But yeah. you have set the example, and I'm talking about you, Chief yeah. Goyette, of uh, getting things out there and putting stuff out on Facebook and and 
showing what your police department is doing out there. Where did you get the inspiration to do that? Because that is a new thing. It didn't happen before you took over as interim. To be completely transparent, uh, I attended a course at the North Carolina Justice Academy, and um, it was a leadership course. It was 120 hours, and one of the training days we did, it was a three-day training day, was on media. And they, they really stressed the importance of getting out in front of the story because if you don't, other people are going to control the narrative. So you've got to get out and you've got to share with your community what, what's going on in your department, what your officers are doing, good, bad, or ugly, and especially what's going on uh, within your community. And uh, people have been very, very receptive to, to that. You know, So um, that's, that's, that's our strategy. That was our strategy on October 1st. You know, I met with uh, Sergeant Biggins. He's in, the, in charge of our traffic and records division. Gave him, you know, my vision. He's rolled with it. So if you see something on f- social media, whether it's Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram, Sergeant Biggins is the guy behind uh, all of that. So he, he wears many hats. So he's been a tremendous, tremendous asset in the last four or five months and uh, really excited moving forward with what he's going to do on social media. But social media, that's that's the new wave. That's where everybody's mm-hmm. going. And people people want to know what's going on in their community. And uh, we got some big plans next week, too, as far as uh, some releases we're going to do. I can't wait to see that. The thing is, in the old days, when I say the old days, Chief, I mean mm-hmm. five or six years ago, I mean, it was a newspaper. The newspaper was your avenue that uh, that you would do, you know, that you yep. could do, that you would do. And in that avenue, I mean, there are people, and i got to give B.J. Murphy some credit with News News. I mean, sure. he's, he's doing the best he can with that. But to directly get to the people in 2020, mm-hmm. on, in February of 2023, it is through social media, isn't it? Absolutely. And B.J. is a former classmate of mine, and he's a, he's been a great help as well, too. So I uh, couldn't, couldn't be more proud of what he's done in our community. Mm-hmm. Big, big-time leader in Kinston. Absolutely. But, uh, again, it's just amazing uh, what you guys have done and – uh, I, I've not seen any. I mean, it seems like anytime you do something, there's always going to be the 50 or 60% who like it and the 30 or 40% who don't. This yeah. has been a home run to this point where it seems like everybody's been in support of well, it. Except for people who maybe get charged and they don't like <laughs> yeah. send their picture on Well, um, so I think everybody in Kenston realizes, hey, uh, Kenston is a challenging community. You know, we've, we've got crime in Kenston, and our heads are in the, sta- in the sand. And oftentimes, or in the past, that's pretty much where it's been. We didn't want to talk about it. You know, it was voodoo. We were scared to even talk about crime. But let's just be honest. There's, that's a real issue. So we need to get out in front of it. So that's what we've been doing the last four months. We've been very, very proactive, um, just trying to get uh, our law enforcement partners, whether it's local, you know, Sheriff Rogers, state with the SBI, or, or federally with the U.S. Attorney's Office, um, getting them involved is getting these guys off the streets that are poisoning our city and just uh, creating uh, havoc. So once we get these guys out of, out of here, you know, we can really uh, – Kinston's going to flourish. and We're going to bring industry in here. I'm just really, really excited about the future of, of Kinston and Lenore County. Dude, and again, you and I have never re- – we've never really had a conversation like yeah. this to this point mm-hmm. uh, in our lives. And But it, it comes across in what other people say about you, Chief, and what I see on social media about you. That support that you had, and I gotta tell you, just off the top of my head, I mean, like Barbara Eldon is one of the people that it stands out to me that was a huge supporter of you. But and Danny Rice, who was a huge, huge supporter of you, kept saying these people kept mm-hmm. saying strip the interim title, yeah. strip the interim title. What did it mean again? And it was across every socioeconomic yes. and racial and gender, uh, yeah, thing. What did it mean to you to have that kind of support going into last week? It was, uh, it, it's. It's an honor. I don't know how to, I don't have another word for it. I'm speechless. 
it was uh, it was just simply an honor, and it was amazing. Every time somebody posts on Facebook while I was in the interim, you know, I saw it. But well, I and they would tag you on yeah, it. A lot of times yeah. they would tag you on but it. But I too. couldn't I couldn't respond because I was because you know, of my position. And well, you know what? Now you can, Chief. Yeah, now I so can. So tell me now what I that can. meant to you. It, it was amazing, and it yeah. was uh, it was just warming to my heart, and it made me realize, okay, we we're doing something right. All right, so we we need to keep doing what we're doing. We need to keep our, our our foot on the gas pedal, and let's just keep keep making our community safe. So it, it felt great. It just it's, I'm humbled. I don't know what to say. This is what I like the best about it, especially being here for 20 years, and this is my home. It's always going to be my home, and unless you guys run me out, and I hope you don't. But <laughs> no. but my point being, two significant hires that the uh, city has made in the past year or so now you obviously mm-hmm. uh, last week taking the interim off and making you the permanent police chief but ron debarwick too who is a uh, lifetime uh, uh yep. has lived here much of her life if not her entire life but nationwide searches both times chief and we end up with two people from right here in our own backyard i think that speaks to the quality of the talent and the quality of the people and the quality of the well of the people that yeah. we have here in this city doesn't it absolutely i mean I think in for the chief search it was sixty one people, mm-hmm. and I want to say the city manager search was about the same. Yep. So it's it does it speaks volumes. It's pretty impressive that you know we were right here all along, but you still have to follow you that have process. To do it. You have yes. to because um, there might be somebody better out there, you know. And that's what when I was in the interview process, uh, I explained to the city manager and the, and the panel, you know, if if I'm not chosen, if not picked, if somebody's better. Go after that person. Wow. You get the best person for the job. I might not be the best person. So you need to go get the best person so we can, you know, move this forward, uh, this agency forward. So uh, turns out it was me. So super, super happy about that. Well, and it's got, and again, that voice you're listening to is uh, Chief Keith Goyette of the Kenton Police Department, who's now been uh, the official chief now for about a week, the, per- or the interim title taken off. But I got to ask you this. I know what it would mean to me, but I got to ask you, mm-hmm. I wouldn't you almost rather it take that four or five months and then do that nationwide search and then just to go ahead and just give it to you a week after being the interim and just, and knowing that, you know, they didn't interview yep. anybody else, dude, you were up against 60 other people <laughs> and I'm sorry, chief, I didn't yeah. mean to call you dude, but no, chief, no, no. you were up against 60 other people and they chose you instead of just, you know, uh, let's get two or three people, maybe in the internal that's, yeah. that speaks volumes too, sir. Yeah, it, it, it makes you feel really, really good. And I got to give credit where credit's due. You know, the officers and the staff members at the police department, you know, I met with everybody one-on-one, and then I met with them in group settings. And we kind of set that vision. We moved forward with our mission. They really bought into it. Uh, people want leadership. People, mm-hmm. regardless of what job you're in, are starving for leadership. And, you know, we set that that, that standard, what we, what we expected, and everybody bought into it, and they got excited about it, and uh, – we move forward, and here we are, dude. I know, and I'm saying this with, and it, but it's good. Everybody complains about their boss for the most <laughs> part. Some, not all yeah. the times, but most of the times, people do. I am friends with a couple of your officers, and they love you. Oh, and and I'm not going to mention names because yeah. I don't want to. You know, I wouldn't be throwing them under yeah. the bus, but I don't want to create anything uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But I'm pretty good friends with a couple of your officers, and they they were giddy and excited that you're getting this. Yeah. Again, I just I got to tell you. A lot of times, maybe, and let's use a sports analogy, if you bring a coach in, not everybody, why did they hire that coach? That has not been the case here with this. So, you know what, we, we've pounded yeah. that point a lot. But just, again, I don't remember the last time someone's been hired, whether as a coach of a team or whatever, where there's been that much people or that many people that are that excited about it. 
Want to find out about you, though. We've sure. talked a lot about this. Tell us, you know, you said you lived in Charlotte. Where did you grow up? Where did you go to high school? Just tell us a little bit about yourself. Man, so I'm, I'm all over the place. I was born in Maine. I lived there for the first day. The, the state of Maine. state of Maine. Wow. I'm from Lewiston, Maine. Uh-huh. Um, so I lived there. We, uh, My mom married a guy in the Navy, so we ended up in Charleston or North Charleston, South Carolina. Then we moved to Waxhaw, North Carolina, which is in Union County. Cuthbertson High School, yes. which Kinston beat back yep. and back here. Oh, but, but go ahead. Absolutely. So <laughs> we lived there for a, a couple of years, and then we moved right to Charlotte. So we actually lived in the city of Charlotte. And uh, I got bused like 55 minutes across the city to go to school. But we moved here in 1991. I went to the sixth grade at Woodington Middle School. So okay. I was a Raider. I uh, went to South Norwood High School, transferred to Kinston High School, then went back to South Norwood High School. So I was, I'm all over the place. Yeah. Um, uh, so my wife went to South Norwood High School. My son went to Kinston High School. Uh, was a four-year starter on the football team. So very, very proud I about remember. that. I think he's the either the I don't know if he's the winningest. I think he's played in more Kinston High School football games than any player in uh, KHS history. So I did not realize. Weird fact. That. You might want to check yeah. uh, with Ryan uh, Diesel Giesel, but I think that's correct. So yeah. Um, and I got two daughters. They both attend uh, North Norwood. One's a senior. She was pumped last night for the victory over. Kinston High School, and was, uh, <laughs> yeah. So, so she said that was the best game of her of, of her four years at North North. So, uh, then, but she's going to ECU next year, and then I've got a rising senior. So we're about to be empty nesters at my house, and I got two amazing Yorkies. One has his own Facebook account. So, <laughs> little, does little. he? <laughs> What's the name of the Facebook account? I'm gonna have to look that up. Oh, my wife's gonna kill me. Uh, his name is Tony Yorkie. You gotta check him out on Facebook. Tony Yorkie. Yeah. Dude, I will be uh, I will be sending a fr- friend request to Tony here. He's, in a little he's bit. my guy. He's my guy. So, did you um, play sports when you were in high school? I did. I played sports. Yeah, I played football and I played baseball. Was never good enough to play basketball. Um, I was a backyard warrior when it comes to basketball, and I even fouled out in those games. But <laughs> <laughs> so my freshman year, I was at South North High School, and I was never good enough to. I didn't think I was good enough to play uh, on, on the team, so I never even tried out. Yeah. And but we played in you know PE all the time, and we would do the full court basketball. But when I went to Kinston High School. Um, Perry Tindall and uh, what's the other kid, kid's name? John Tribune was in my class, and uh, Craig Dawson. All right, wow. so we start playing basketball full court. I play for two minutes, put my hand up, and I take myself out and never play again. <laughs> the, the 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 speed of basketball yeah. at KHS was astonishing. Dude, you you played with him. You went to school with him. How good was Craig Dawson? Amazing. I mean, throwing up 40, 45 points a game. I'd never seen anything like it. You know, Ingram when he started, when he you know was coming up, he he was great too. But Greg Dawson was he was a real deal. People don't realize this, and he graduated in 90, 98. 98 mm-hmm. Thank you. He graduated ninety eight. But here's a young man that still to this day, between Reggie and Brandon and Jerry and everybody, he's still the all time leading scorer wow. in Kenson High School history. He has the most points in a Kenson High, or no, the second most points yeah. in a Kenson High game. Uh, it just. I, I didn't get a chance. To, now, I covered him at Wake Forest because yeah. I was covering the ACC then for the Gaston Gazette and the Shelby Star. So I got a chance to see him uh, there, and he was just a heck of a shooter. But I just I hear about the games, and yes, everybody talks about Jerry. And, of course, I've lived through mm-hmm. Reggie and Brandon. But, man, Craig he Dawson was, was special, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, I'm going to have to go on the, the Parks and Rec website and nominate him for the Hall of Fame because he is just – for the local Hall of Fame because he's just yeah. – he was great. Um uh, he, was, he, he was awesome. And we, I got to see him again this past – at the MLK tournament, so that uh-huh. was pretty cool. 
That is yeah. awesome, man. And he uh, and just class too. I don't. I didn't know him obviously. Mm-hmm. I now I covered him, interviewed him a couple of times yeah. when I was with the Gaston Gazette uh, when he was at Wake Forest. But I mean, I've always heard. I mean, he was just a great kid too. I mean, and even when you talk to him today, you can see that. Mm-hmm. What is it we down here in the South we say? I know you're from Maine originally, <laughs> but we down here in the South we say good raisin. Yeah, right? good raisin. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm a Southerner now, so it's yeah. even talk okay. South. So and and like I went to school. Um, I used to live in Heritage Courts. So that's where I grew up. Okay. Like, when I moved to Kenston. And I would walk back and forth to Kenston High School because it was so close. Yeah. And uh, every now and then, uh, Perry Tindall would pick me up. So he, another great guy. Yeah. An Love amazing, Perry. amazing kid. Turned out to be a great man. Amazing family, too. Absolutely. I mean, he and Webb and his parents and all them, they are, they are amazing. That voice you listen to is uh, Chief Keith Goyette uh, with the Kenston Police Department. I need to pay a bill real quick, if you don't mind, <laughs> yes, sir. Absolutely. Hey, thank you to UNC Lenore Healthcare. They're the exclusive sponsor of the big end. Hey, you can do some crafts. Right? That's Linda's <laughs> part. You can uh, make some uh, earrings or a bracelet or something while you're sitting there. Boy, that sounded weird. But yeah, do you do what you want to do right there. UNC Lenore Healthcare is the exclusive sponsor of the big interview every day here on the Brian Hank Show. Nestled in the heart of Lenore County right here in Kinston, UNC Lenore Healthcare's mission is to ensure exceptional health care for the people it serves. With a medical staff of more than 100 physicians, UNC Lenore Healthcare offers a range of specialty services and technology you would only expect to find at hospitals in larger cities. Visit UNC Lenore Healthcare at 100 Airport Road right here in Kenston for all your healthcare needs or call them at 252-522-7000. You can also email them at info at Lenore.org or visit their comprehensive website at unclenore.org. And again, thank you so much to Beverly Jenkins, all the folks over at UNC Lenore Healthcare for being the exclusive sponsor of the big interview. Let's not fool around here. Let's jump right back in to our big interview. It's uh, Chief Keith Goyette of the uh, Kenston Police Department. And one of the things, like I said, uh, there been several things I've been impressed with, uh, the groundswell of support that you had, the openness that you have done. I mean, just you are putting it out there. This is what we're doing. This is how we're trying to improve Kenston and, you know, do that. Another thing I've been very impressed with, and I've kind of had a front row seat for this, having uh, since Chief, or since uh, Sheriff Rogers won the election back in November and then took over an office on December 5th, is just the relationship that you guys have had. And again, let me reiterate, because mm-hmm. someone's going to hear this little portion yeah. of this and go back and say, oh, Hanks is taking shots at the former sheriff. No, I worked no. for the former sheriff for six years. I thought he was a good man. I really did. I, it is what mm-hmm. it is. But the level of cooper cooperation or cooperation cooperation that's, that's the word it, that's i'm it, looking that's for it. <laughs> i'm supposed to be a word guy chief hey. okay but the level of cooperation that you guys have had uh you and the lenore county sheriff's mm-hmm. office i've never in 20 years of being here i've never seen that level what do you attribute that to well uh, we're short-staffed mm-hmm. they're short-staffed mm-hmm. let's work together and make it happen that that was our philosophy um even you know i wasn't the police chief at the time but I was putting in for the police chief. So I had a vision of what was going to happen. Um, and, of course, he was running for sheriff. So we had met and said, you know, hey, look, if you win, if I win, let's work together. And I don't know. It might have been his idea, my idea. I don't know whose idea it was. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it, it doesn't. Really doesn't I don't matter. know. You yeah. know, um, w- when you put those egos aside, it's amazing what you can accomplish. You know, that's any business. But for us, uh, he, he's from this community as well. I'm from this community. So they're – there's a lot of pride, at, you know, for, for, for Kinston, for Lenore County. We love it here. So we want to make it safe. We want it to protect our citizens. And, you know, he loves the sheriff's office. I love the police department. Um, we, we just wanted to work together and, you know, clean it up. Just doesn't matter what we have to do, who gets the credit. I think we've worked – our teams have worked together six of the last nine days. 
you know, wow. conducting search warrants. Uh, well, know, two big ones yesterday. Yeah, two big absolutely. arrests yesterday. I mean, yeah. you got, you, we've got to get po- that poison off of our streets. And um, there, there's there's some big-time grant funding that's going to come our way in the next year or so that's going to help with that. But for the time being, you know, we can't sit on our hands. We've got to move forward, and we're, we're, you're going to continue to see us working together. You're going to see us doing press conferences together, and we're really excited for the for, for the vision and what we're going to um, continue to work on together. I mean, last Friday, I think Sheriff Rogers and I were at three meetings together. We were together all day, it felt like. you know? Well, you were at a meeting. <laughs> I walked in. I, I'm yeah. on the Parks and Rec Commission, yes, yeah. and I walk into uh, the Kenson Community Center last yep. night, and you and Sheriff yep. were both walking out of the same meeting. We were, in the, we were at the Crime Stoppers meeting, and then, like, you know, last night, of course, Kenston High School and North Lenore, you know, they played at North Lenore. And because of the, yes. the previous situation that we're not going to talk about, um, <laughs> we had extra law enforcement officers there. So we had about six police officers, six uh, sheriff deputies. And, you know, in the past, that's never happened. Yeah. So that's – that's we've got to work together. And so that's that's our uh, philosophy. And you, we're going to continue doing that. I've never understood – and like I said, I've uh, been – I was in newspapers, mm-hmm. you know, for 25 years. I've – was uh, the P- I've been the PIO for a long time with the county, and I've never understood. And again, I know I keep saying this, Chief, but I'm going to say it one more time. Mm-hmm. I'm not taking shots at previous administrations in the KPD or sure. in the LCSO. I promise. But I've never understood why there's been like that rivalry. You know that the you know the the sheriff's office people they want the credit for something, or the KPD people oh, they yeah. want the credit for something. When you put that aside, it's almost and again. You know I love sports, obviously. Absolutely. You listen to the show, you can see my, my office in here. But when you put aside the the egos and you say, you know what, let's do our best to make this place a better place to live, things happen, don't a- they, Chief? Absolutely. They they happen. And I'm a big uh, proponent of conflict. I know that sounds crazy. but No, it if, does not. If, if I have an issue with you, let's say that you – I'm upset because you put a press release out and you didn't put KPD up there. But we were there to help you. Well, that's yeah. – you know, in the past, that might have made me mad. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm just frequently speaking. So, yes. um, instead of calling you or coming to your office and, and let's, let's deal with that, you know, a lot of times that stuff would get ignored and that would fester and fester and fester. And we made, we made the pact right away. Hey, look, if we have an issue, if something comes up, call me. I'll call you. Let's get this worked out. So that's and that's what I tell my supervisors as well. If you have an issue with another supervisor, you know, don't take it to me right away. You guys try and work that out if it's, you know, on that same scale. So conflict to me is good if you can if you can find a resolution. And you, but you've got to identify those issues, provide those solutions and um I'm going on a rant about leadership now. Listen to me, but no, uh, I love it. I love, no, but 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 it's legit, and it's something that people. Okay, this is what I like. You're I can tell. I knew it before I even you sat down in that chair. You're a rubber meets the road kind of guy. Absolutely, got to be. You know what I'm saying? Anybody can talk all the the. All the stuff that they want to talk, man. I'm getting comfortable with you here. Yeah, I'm you, about you to say violate FCC uh, <laughs> things here, but but you're a rubber meets the road kind of guy, gotta and. Be. Anybody can talk it and say, you know, hey, this is what I want to do. And, again, it's the same thing in the sports world. But mm-hmm. when you put it to practice, it changes everything. Absolutely. I'm not a big Alabama football fan. I, I do – I check the scores. you got to respect them. There's, there's, a few, yeah. there's a few schools. I, I'm a Notre Dame football fan, uh, so I always pull for them. But we don't have the team that Alabama has. But, <laughs> but I always check out Alabama's scores every, every week yeah. um, because I love Nick Saban. I don't like LSU Nick Saban, but I love Nick Saban, you yeah. know. So I read his books and watch a lot of his uh, press conferences really? and stuff. So he's got some good stuff, and uh, I kind of that's I kind of bring a lot of that to the to the to the department. 
you know I've got to tie this in because, dude, I am a sports show. Yeah. Yes, we talk to a lot of people outside of the world of sports, but how much do you – and this is a question that I don't ask a whole lot, mm-hmm. uh, but I'm definitely going to ask you, how much did being in athletics and being an athlete when you were in high school and you know playing under tough coaches and all that, how did that prepare you for where you are right now, Chief? It, it, it was everything. It's all about team. Yep. It's team. You can't do it by yourself. And really – Playing sports in high school is why I even became a police officer. Really? I tell you, because I was I got married very young, right out of high school. Me and my wife, um, we had a uh, Andrew. Our son was born a few months later, so you can kind of figure out that story. Um, so uh, I was doing construction work, drywall, sheetrock with my father-in-law, mm-hmm. and it, it was a rough. It was, it was hard work, and yeah. you would work this week, you wouldn't work next week. So I wanted a steady job. Yeah. You know, I was young. I was nineteen years old at the time, but a, uh, a corrections officer came into the Burger King at lunch where we were eating when I was working, and uh, I thought he was a police officer. I didn't realize he was a corrections officer, but he looked, yeah. in that uniform, he, he looked you know, looked nice and sharp. He was a Marine. I was like, man, and it clicked. That's a team. That's a team effort. You're wearing a uniform. I'm going to go be a police officer, and that's really what kicked it off for me. Wow. <laughs> it's a crazy story, but that's, it was that uh, guy no, in the no, uniform. No, no, no. There's a – people get to the where they are in different ways. Another perfect segue there, Chief. I know uh, one of the things you guys, and it, I can tell you it's going on in the Lenore County Sheriff's Office right now, too, is you you alluded to it earlier, desperately in need of people. We oh, yeah. need, we need. I can tell you for the Sheriff's Office, I know they're looking for deputies. They're looking for jailers. Oh, they're yes. looking for that. But it's also with the Kenston Police Department, too, right? I mean, you guys are really looking mm-hmm. for people who, kind of like how you just described yourself 22, 23 yeah. years ago, that that want to be a member of the Kenson Police Department. You're looking for good yeah, people, we, aren't you? We currently have 11 openings for police officers. Wow. And, uh, we've got like How big is the department? So it's a 70. Okay. Uh, we've got 70 officers. But still, 11 out of 70 yeah. is. 11, so out of even not counting, we've got uh, six in the police academy. So if you take okay. those numbers, I mean, you're, you're 17 short if you look at it like wow. that. So in, in – in, a police officer, when you don't just hire somebody off the road, it, it yeah. takes about five months to get that person hired. Then you have to send them to the police academy. There's another four or five months. Then it takes a month after they graduate to get them uh, sworn in. Then they go through training for 14 weeks. So it's it's a year process. If I were to hire somebody today, they cannot help me until um, you know ten months down the road. Wow, it's it's a long, long process, and you got to be make sure you get the right officer. Mm-hmm. You know. We, we conducted some interviews uh, yesterday um, for some uh, prospects, and one of the questions I always ask our team, because we have a team of a uh, recruit, recruitment team that, that does the hiring, is this person a good fit? Is it not a good fit? Mm-hmm. You know, we want to make sure we get the right person that's going to that's gonna fit in with our agency and fit in with our community. And, you know, that's, that's it's very, very important to get the right. We might be short, but we're not desperate, if that makes yeah. sense. It we does want, make sense. We want to get the right police officer that's going to serve our community and, and represent us the way, you know, very well and protect us. And if you want to do that, I've got a phone number here in front of me. Uh, contact uh, Kenson Police Department Sergeant Moody. Yep, he's our at, guy. At uh, 252-939-3208, and uh, he will put you on the right path uh, to becoming a, a Kenson Police Department police officer. Uh, just, I guess as we're wrapping up here, I want to ask you, what are your goals? I mean, now it's your, you know what? I, and I can imagine that weight was lifted off your shoulders mm-hmm. when, you know, when they declared it last week and you were sworn in and all that, but what are the goals? What, what, you know what? I'm going to break it down like yeah. this chief six months from now, a year from now, five years from now, what are, what are your goals for uh, the Kenston police department? So six months from now, I want to have, um, I want to have a full agency. 
Okay. If, if we can do that, um, I think we're on the right path, and I think we'll be close. We might be three or four short, but we're we're in a, we got some good prospects right now. We're hiring, so we definitely want to have some officers in line. Um, we we want to do some uh, events for the community. We want to have a gang symposium. We're working on that. Okay. But just so we can offer that to our community of hey, this is what a gang looks like. If you're a parent, this is how you handle it. If you have a gang, you know, a child that's interested in a gang, you know. We want to offer that information right there. Uh, we also want to uh, we want to get more involved with our faith based leaders in the community. Mm-hmm. Uh, we want to hold quarterly meetings with them so we can interact and you know That's awesome. establish some stakeholders. Within six months, we're going to have a citizens police academy, which I don't think we've ever had in Kansas. What police? A citizens police citizens academy. Citizens police yeah. academy. Okay. So like you could you, could you, you said that so fast. I, yeah. I thought I thought you said senate. So no, like, no, no, no. I get excited, so I speak fast. So, <laughs> so we're going to have a citizens police academy in August, and that again, that wasn't my idea. That was one of my officers. Yeah. He built it. He put That's it together. Awesome. He's working on the schedule right now. Give him some love. Who yes. was that? Sergeant Walker. He's our internal okay. affairs sergeant. He, okay. uh, he, he's, he's just done a tremendous job with that. So um, that's something we're going we're gonna to work on. And a big thing for me, and it's nothing attractive to talk about, but it's accreditation. I want our agency to be accredited uh, nationally and statewide. And, and the reason being is those are gold standards, and we want to follow that. We want to be a gold standard agency. You know, we we got some sister communities around us, um, a Jacksonville, a Greenville, a Goldsboro. They're all Kalia accredited, I want to be that for, for Kinston. You know, okay. make sure we're doing what everyone else is doing, you know, properly, policy and procedure-wise and, and, and so forth. And uh, we just want to – we want to brand our agency. We want our patch everywhere. You know, when you go to a Kinston High School game, there's a patch on the wall. So we, we're, we're, we're trying to do that. So uh, just kind of bring some uh, – just, just make you happy to be part of Kinston. So those are, those are my short-term goals, and once we get through with those, we'll, we'll, we'll have some additional ones. The thing I like the most about this, and we're wrapping it up here, Chief, is that, uh, and again, again, not denigrating anybody before you, yep. but the, the beauty of you being, uh, of you earning this position is I see you being, you know, I see us talking 15 years from now. Oh, yeah. You know? And you still being the chief of police here in Kenson. <laughs> but, but I mean that, and I love yeah. that, that, well, or a period of time, yeah. that it's not just six months or a year or a year and a half. I see, that's the reason mm-hmm. I ask you five years from now, what yeah. are your goals? You're gonna. I feel feel very confident. You're gonna be the police chief five years from now, ten years from now, yeah. as long as you want to be in this position. And and that to me is as exciting as anything that you have that continuity and you have that uh, you know, that continuity yeah. in the position. Well, I've I've got at least six years before I can retire, and I'm not going anywhere. So I'm, you're I'm, too I'm, young to retire, uh, okay, chief? Uh, well, a lot of people when they retire, you know, at, at, when you're 49, 48, which I think I'll be 49, I'll just jump right back into another job somewhere else. Yeah. So, um, but no, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here with Kenton, and we're gonna we're gonna really make some things happen. Good. I'm, I'm excited. Well, listen, sincerely, congratulations Thank you. again. I have never ever seen a groundswell of support for a police chief the way it was for you to get this again again and it was against all in every spectrum of our community and i love that Mm -hmm. i mean i love when you talk to chris suggs and he's excited about you being the police chief you talk to sue allen maddox you know and she's excited about you know what i'm saying i mean every part of our community it is just awesome. So congratulations, yes, thank Chief. You. Thank you so much for coming on the show. I, I got, anytime, anytime. Thank you. Yeah. 30 seconds or less, how shocked were you last night about North and North sweeping Kansas? The first oh. time it's ever happened in history. I was heartbroken. I was yeah. heartbroken. But I'm happy for the kids. You yeah. know, they, they, they deserve it. And it, I was relieved when I read that it didn't really matter because yeah. they're still Kent's the number still one, the number one so we're, we're good. Yeah. We're good. We'll see what yeah. happens. So uh, just happy for the kids. I never thought I'd see, and especially, and it's not like North and North having, you know, this None. out of the box, you know, a twenty and one kind of season. They're nope. twelve and eleven, coach. They've, they've figured out something. 
They, yes, they, they, have. they have figured out something, and it's working for them. Can I tell you what it is? It's giving the ball to Treshawn Lynch. <laughs> 32 points, I think. He killed it. And he did last time. I think yeah. he had 28 mm-hmm. or 29 yeah. last time, yeah. so uh, or whatever. Well, maybe he had 31. In fact, I think he had 31 last he time. He may have. So. He's, he's, he's up and coming yeah. all day. Best player. You see mm-hmm. all the players in the county. Yeah. Best player in Lenore County, isn't he? Yep, right now he is. Absolutely. When's the last time you would say the best player in Lenore County came from a school other than Kenson High School in basketball? It's been, I dude. I'm speechless. It would probably be in that old five oh six range when maybe Omar Jones was over at uh at North North. Yes. But even then we had Michael Jenkins here at Kenston. I mean yeah. I don't know maybe it's never happened where the best player in the county has come from outside of Kenston High School, but I think it has this year. Yeah, I think so. Anyway. Listen, yeah. Chief, thank you so much. Can't wait to have you back on, and I'm, I've got the sheriff coming on on Wednesday. Oh, that's awesome. So I can't wait to talk to him about you, too, and everything oh, yeah. that you guys are doing together. Thank you so much, Anytime. Sir. Thank you. Let's play the birthday game. We'll come back and wrap up the show right after that. Today is Friday, finally Friday, February the 10th in the year of our Lord 2023. It is time to play the birthday game here on the Brian Hanks Show, and uh, I got to tell you, John Dawson, you're letting it happen again. You were in control this month. You were up three games or three days to two. Now you've let our son over here win back-to-back days. You got to stop it. Stop it right here in its tracks today, John Dawson. Okay. <laughs> I promise. Why don't you get as passionate about this as I do? Uh, <clears throat> got to be some. Uh, what is it called? Ebb and flow. Yeah. Okay. If we were both equally passionate, it would just be too much radio. Okay, you're probably right, you're probably right, but, uh, yeah, yeah. It's Friday. What are you doing this weekend, John Dawson? Um, we got our mix for our album, so we're all having to go through it meticulously and give a forensic listen before we give the okay. Might have a little something to nudge this up, pop that down. That could, takes a while. You know, you got two, uh, music guys in here who love my cd player in my car right now and it's been in that cd player for about five years and i didn't even realize it was green in roses on repeat <laughs> I, I 
was I, I, I hit the button on the CD player the other day because mm-hmm. I just assumed there was nothing in there, and it was a third of never CD. So I've been driving around with your third of never CD in my car, dude. That's not a bad. That's a good thing. <laughs> it's a good thing if you knew it was in there or listened to it. <laughs> well, we did. We listened to it the other day. <laughs> uh, who's we? Uh, Linda and I. I'm questioning her on the way out. Please do. She said she hated it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't ask her. No, no, no. I'm joking. <laughs> Bag of boxes. Bag of boxes. That was number one at Marquette University's radio station for one week. How about that, dude? That's why I'm able to afford these $12 shoes. Marquette is in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I think. Isn't it? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, the birthday on. game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why don't you uh, tell us, uh, since you won yesterday, let me look it up and see uh, where Marquette is. Uh, Goeco Office Automation is a sponsor of this fine game. And Jock Passleg and his crew. Milwaukee, uh, Wisconsin. Jock Passleg and his crew, uh, much like Brian's enthusiasm for knowing one college college's location. After they, looking it up. They pride themselves, <laughs> well, they pride themselves on what they can offer the greater eastern North Carolina area in the office automation game. Mm-hmm. Much like that Canon MF4 uh, 420 copy over there that is of questionable ownership. Um, <laughs> I don't know who owns it. Um, anyway. Technically, it is, it's the, I think the Triangle Educational Assistance Foundation owns it. And they let me, they let me keep it. But you babysit it. You, I do. You, you, you copy or see, sit it. What, uh, your, all, it was for what, how many days are in a year? 365 is the year. So, I, other than five days of the year, I get to keep it. How about that? Which it's, is the truth. That's an incredible deal. It is an incredible deal, isn't it? It's, I, inc- it's incredible. Oh, uh, uh, should I? Yeah? yeah? Ah, there you go. Incredible. Okay, please f- continue your thoughts there, John. i got to be honest. I don't know where I was, but you, you know what? All you need to know is Jock Passlake's personal cell phone number. What is it? It's 252. 252-286-286-53-53-54. Or visit one of his two websites that may or may not lead you to the same place. Uh, GoecoNC.com or WhatIsGoeco.com. There you go. Hey, uh, we've got one. That's right. One musical hint. John Dawson. I'm making your Heard day. Flack. This is the real version, not the Fuji's version, which you almost strangled me one day when I played that. It's a, it's a fine version, but if you're talking about that song, you need to, if you're talking about Mount Rushmore, you want to see the real thing, not the postcard version. Guess what her middle name is. I'm about to make your, uh, it's it's Friday, February 10th. I'm about to make your whole weekend weekend, dude. It, or do you already know? I don't know. Cleopatra. Oh, my. Is that not awesome? Roberto Cleopatra There was a Cleopatra movie in the 70s Flack. called Foxy Cleopatra that I believe uh, Pam Greer was in. I think that was right. I think it was. I think it was. But is that not awesome? That is awesome. Roberta Cleopatra Flack. I love this. You, the, uh, you've helped me musically, and I mean that with my musical listens and stuff. And I love the Fugees; I still do. Mm-hmm. But I have to agree with you one thousand percent on this, dude. Mm-hmm. Why remake something that already? I'm not is... a, I mean, if you got a way to make a hit, do it. I mean, we did a cover on our first album to pull, draw attention to it, and it worked. It got pulled for a movie, and then they get all the songs out. But anyway, um, 
there's but we actually did a different version of it. I think the Fuji's version is moderately close to this. It, it is. It is, but why listen to that when you can listen I'll to I look that? at it this way, maybe the Fuji's version to maybe 10% of the people who listened discovered the original because they would have otherwise never heard it. So there you look go. at it that way. This is beautiful. Mm-hmm. This is, I mean, this is beautiful. It's I, one of those I was about to say something you'd have to cut out, and I'm not going to because I respect this song too much. We did a banter one time about perfect songs. I would say this is a perfect song. Wow. Are you familiar with it? No, unfortunately not. Hold on. I can't really hear it. I'm being honest. Of course. Hanks used to sing this to you when he was putting you to sleep when you were at the Free Press and you were a little kid. Don't you remember? Yeah, that was when I developed my bad ambient habit. (laughs) (laughs) It took him three years of therapy to get off that, okay? Oh, my. Yeah, there you go. Roberta Cleopatra Flack over there, Jonathan Massey. Beautiful. I mean, she's just... This was a 70s song? Ish, dude. Sometime in the 70s. I'm... Hold on, 70, I usually, no, 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 it's fine. 73, uh, 75, yeah, I, don't I don't know. I don't have it. It doesn't say. It's fine. Okay, it, it gives me a ballpark. On top of it, beautiful, too. Oh, cool. Just gorgeous. Uh, but he just kept right on. He was getting ready to guess. Oh, sorry. Yeah. 81. You say 81. What about you over there, Dizzle? 80. She was born February the 10th in the year of the Lord, 1937. So Good she's Lord. 86 today. How about that? I didn't, I, dude. I did I didn't, not know that, Ed. Think about that, dude. So, let me find out when this came out. Not wrong. Uh, what was your guess? 73, 75, somewhere in there. January 22nd, 1973. There you go. Ding, ding, ding. Okay. Oh, the song is 50 years. Songs yeah. a week or two younger than I am. Yeah, how crazy is that? Okay, uh, who got that? I don't even know. Uh, Jonathan did. Okay, uh, Next up, he's the head basketball coach of the Kentucky Wildcats. It's John Calipari. John is he still there? Calipari. Yes, he I thought is. they ran him out for something a few years ago. Uh, you're thinking about. Uh, no, that's who I was thinking about. Oh, okay, yeah. John Calipari is still there. So I made a bad joke about you could get to oh. Sam Piper and get a play to the Calipari. It was very good. It was last uh, time. Patino. Patino. That's, that's who, okay. Maybe that's that who Louisville. But Calipari is just as crooked, isn't he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think it's a prerequisite to be, to coach at Kentucky. You have to be, like be mobbed up or something, or something. The Kentucky Mafia for sure. But uh, yeah, he's still there. Uh, John Calipari, how does he today there? Kentucky Mafia. D- tell him about Dixie, the Kentucky Dixie, Dixie, the Dixie, Dixie, Mafia. Dixie Mafia. Yeah, from Justified. Which, by the way, when is that coming out? I'm getting I'm getting antsy over here. But I mean, that's I mean, Greg Allman got tied up with some of that stuff with his pills he was getting in the seventies. I mean, that was it's been around a while. But uh, I'm getting a little antsy for Justified, man. I, it's probably COVID slowed it down. I don't <clears> know, <throat> but I'm I'm just gonna sit back and when somebody says it's there, then I'll be happy. Here, I'm gonna Google it and see. If I if I look forward to it too much, they'll, it'll be awful. So I'm just not gonna. Twin Peaks broke me from being excited about anything. I can approve. Summer 2023. Well, there you go. That's what uh, Justified City Primeval. Am I saying that right? I believe so. Uh, is, uh, is your guy going to be in it? I don't know. I might try to get him on the show or something. We He podcasted with us a few times. But, I mean. Are oh, you talking about Nick Cersei? Yeah. Oh, what did we just see? Even if he's not, we could still get him on the show. Linda and I just watched something in the past week that I forgot Nick Cersei would. Oh, 
I'm going to message her. What about, uh, isn't Timothy Oliphant? Oliphant? He's the main guy. Yeah. So he'll be in this. Mm-hmm. He'll Boyd, always be baby Billy to me. Because Boyd is in prison. He might visit Boyd to get information and talk to him through the window or something. But Natalie Z probably won't be in it, which will be good. Yeah. I'll even <laughs> Give it to us there, John Dawson. Oh, she's Jonathan so Matthews. good looking, I'll allow that noise. Yeah. <laughs> He's not wrong. Um, anyway. But it's pretty cool what they're doing. They're taking an Elmore Leonard book the Railing character was not in, and they're inserting the character into that story, so it's still Elmore leonard Good Lord, Nick Cersei's been in a ton of stuff. Dude, he's been in 132 TV shows or movies. That is insane. Well, I'm not going to, there's no way I'm going to be able to find. We watched something the other day. God, it's going to drive me crazy. I'm sorry. You're going to I know you're going to have to cut some of this. (laughs) You're not going to get it. You got too much stuff. You're right. No, oh, there it is. I found it. Runaway Jury. He was in uh, Runaway Jury with, uh, uh, man, it was such a good movie, with uh, John Cusack, Gene Hackman, mm-hmm. uh, Dustin Hoffman, and he was one of the main characters in there. It, it was based out of New Orleans. Mm-hmm. The jury, it was a uh, John Grisham book. I haven't, but if he's in it, I'll give it a chance. Oh, he, he's awesome, man. He's probably the... I mean, outside of John Cusack, Gene Hackman, and Dustin Hoffman, he's probably the most important character in it. He's as good an actor, if not better, than half of those guys. There you go. I think uh, Dustin Hoffman is overrated. There, I said it. <laughs> what? Anyway, who's the next birthday? John Calipari. John Calipari. Is it, whose guess is it? Yours. Uh, it's yours. Um, 63. You say 63. What about you over there, Mizzle? 64. He was born February the 10th in the year of the Lord, 1959. He is indeed 64 years old today, uh, Jonathan Massey. So congratulations. You take a two to nothing lead, and it goes to you, and uh, get, your, get your paw ready. <coughs> this <laughs> she, one's for you, Linda. <laughs> this is for you, Linda. She's a star of the Hunger Games and Pitch Jennifer Perfect. Jennifer Lawrence. Nope. What? Hunger Games? She was in the Hunger Games and Pitch Perfect. And also had a nice little run on Scrubs. Elizabeth Banks. He's nodding yes. Elizabeth, oh, yeah. Uh, Elizabeth Banks was in Pitch Perfect. Yes. She's a judge in Pitch Perfect. I've and... never watched Pitch Perfect. Oh, okay. Well, then why were you questioning if she <laughs> yeah, was what? in it? Because <laughs> Pitch Perfect was like this little teeny. Uh, Linda, like loves, to... Linda loves Pitch Perfect, so I've uh, seen all three of them. There's you three know what I mean? They're, they're all like. Yeah. She's a judge. 18, 19 yeah. Nickelodeon movies or something? Yeah, something like that. Okay. Yeah. But she, uh, no, she's like, she's a judge of the whatever, of the singers. I guess it was But remember singer. her uh, arc on uh, Scrubs? She was really good on Scrubs. Yeah. yeah. She, uh, she, she was uh, JD's baby mama. That's right. That's right. Uh, oh, <laughs> my apologies. <clears throat> oh, yeah. You know who we're talking about. Yes. Let's yeah. Now, who, now, I've never seen any of the Hunger Game games. Who did she play in the Hunger Games? Uh, she was like the... Um, Wasn't she on 30 Rock? Probably. Was she Alec Baldwin's wife? On she Rock? was. Yeah. That's right. She was yeah. in there for two or three seasons. Yeah. I can't remember. They, they all had funny names in those movies. Yeah. She played like the... I guess like the, the advocate for the district that Jennifer Lawrence's character was in. 
even though she lived in that rich people district. I, it's a long, convoluted way of saying I don't really know what her function was as a character. Effie Trinket. Yeah. I told you. You're right. Effie Trinket. Okay. Whose guess is it? It is mine. <clears throat> uh, yeah. Uh, Elizabeth Banks. How old is she today? 51. You say 51. What do you say, Dizzle? She was born February the 10th in the year of her Lord, 1974. So she's 49 today. Congratulations, Dizzle. Uh, You're back in the game. That's good. Okay, hey, let's go to the next one here. It's two to one. (laughs) It's to you. He's the chief executive officer of Disney. It's? Used to be Uh, Michael Eisner, but I don't know who it is now. Bob Iger. Bob Iger. How today is Bob Iger? Sixty-six. You say sixty-six. What do you say over there, Jonathan Massey? Sixty-seven. He was born February the tenth in the year of Lord nineteen fifty-one. So he's seventy-two today. So you've clinched the day over there, Jonathan Massey. So. <laughs> Hit him! Hit him with it! <laughs> well, that's right. He is holding my autograph, autograph uh, hockey stick. Maybe you put something over there. You don't mind if it gets broken. <laughs> yeah, like my head. Uh, yeah, so you clinch there. The last one here. It doesn't matter because you've already clinched the day, but we'll do it anyway. He's one of the greatest golfers of all time. They call him the Shark. It's Greg, Greg Norman. Norman. We should give him a point for just knowing who Greg Norman is. I like it. Uh, how old is Greg Norman today? He knows things. <laughs> that was pretty good, though. You do know things. So how old today is Greg Norman? Uh, 78. You say 78? What do you say over there, uh, Dizzle? You were doing math. That concerns me. It does concern me, too, because I think I, – well, I'll just I'll say the age, and then we'll we'll all do math together here then. Yeah, I feel like I – never mind. What What's your guess over there? This isn't confusing at all. <laughs> um, 77. He was born February 10th, 1955. That makes him 68, right? Yes. 68, yeah. Hey, you got it, John Dawson. Mm-hmm. Not that it mattered, though, because Jonathan Massey had already clinched today. But, uh, yeah, so you, you are, you're now up five days to three, Jonathan Massey. Yeah, we've got some great local birthdays. How about the awesome mom of Brandon Ingram? I got to sit in front of her during the Brandon Ingram MLK. It was I had such a blast. She's so much fun. Joanne Ingram, today is her birthday. Happy birthday, Miss Joanne. Today is Chris Humphrey's wife's birthday, Terry Light Humphrey. She works at LCC. Speaking of LCC, former LCC uh, volleyball coach, one of my favorite guys. Uh, no longer there, though, but uh, happy birthday, Lee Avery. Today is his birthday. Now, you're going to have to tell me about Gary Dean because that's before my time. He was an anchor on Channel 12 for a really long time, Got had some personal issues, and then he kind of came back. The last time I remember seeing him, I think he was on TAC-9 doing something or something associated with TAC-9 maybe. Okay. The last time, but he was on – he was like – the West go forth of Channel 12 and like the, I think for most of the 80s. If I could get him here on the show, we're Facebook friends. We've actually communicated a time or two. Would you help me with the interview? Because I don't know that era that well. Would you help me? Sure. Okay. I think I'm going to do that. I'm trying to get up with him here in the next little bit then. But today is his birthday. Got a great old school news voice. 
kind of Edward R. Murrow-ish. Even the, the look looks like, you know, he's got the... Well, he, he looks like a news guy. Yep. And then uh, a buddy of mine from the Holiday Invitational, you remember Clayton Summers from uh, up with uh, the John Wall Holiday Invitational. Yep. Great guy. So, uh, happy birthday, Clayton. Happy birthday to the... the le- I wouldn't be wrong to call Gary Dean a legend, right? Oh, yeah. It's big time. Yeah. Uh, happy birthday to Lee Avery, to Terry Light Humphrey, to Miss uh, Joanne Ingram, and everybody else. If today is your birthday here on February the 10th, have a great birthday. We'll... What's wrong? Oh, we'll, uh, we'll see you on Monday on the birthday game presented by GoEco Office Automation. And, man, what a fast-moving show we've had for you today. That first hour was amazing. No faster than this second hour, though. Man, just so honored to have uh, Chief Keith Goyette here in the studio with me here in my office studio here on Whitehall Drive. Uh, <laughs> Got to tell you this, Linda, who has to leave for work a little bit earlier now uh, with her new job, uh, took a picture of, uh, the police car sitting out in front of my house and sent me the, uh, Oh, I thought that was pretty funny, but, uh, man, just a, a good time with him. And I'm excited. I, I cannot remember in my lifetime ever being excited about a police chief being named or, uh, earning the position. And I, and I am, I am with Keith Goyette. I just, I think, uh, I've seen him around everywhere for, uh, God, for the last 15 years or so, it seems like. And, uh, I think we're really lucky here in Lenora County and specifically here in Kinston to have him. And uh, it's just a, it's a new era in law enforcement here. I think uh, you've already seen some of the, the awesome changes that have been happening. I think they're going to continue to happen too. So, again, thank you, Chief uh, Goyev, for joining me. Thank you to uh, Mark Panicelli and to Richard Clark for joining me in our first hour too. Next week, I'm telling you, we've already got guests lined up. We're going to have uh, Sheriff Jackie Rogers is going to be joining me next week. Uh, Joey and Luke Cannon are going to be live here in the studio here too. Of course, Paul, Richard, Jr. Is Shane, Mark, uh, Phil Ford. I know I keep saying that. And maybe it's going to become a little running thing here that uh, eventually he uh, will be a guest here on the show one day, I hope. But listen, have a great weekend. Uh, have a fun Super Bowl party wherever you go to. Chiefs 28, Eagles 27. Hey, have a great weekend. We'll see you on Monday. We'll talk to you on Monday on the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College.